Hello everyone and welcome to 11 Foot Pole, a uh, live stream tale of high adventure. Um, my name is Glenn, I am the referee for this section and uh, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be forging new ground because the player who um, was carrying the whole team on his back uh, last <laughs> session uh, is dead to us, may his manhood shrivel, may his... Um, May his cars all develop transmission trouble. Um, but still in the game, uh, join me around the table playing Veritan. Hi, I'm Matt, playing Veritan the Elf. And uh, Neroth. Hi, I'm Jason, I'm playing Neroth the Cleric. And finally... I am Darren, I'm playing Karis the Hunter. Taste ye not the black fruit in the dungeon. Apparently, I mean, <laughs> you guys are awfully uptight. But now you're coming but down. Alive. You're you're coming down <laughs> this hallway here, and I've added all of this uh, greenery here to represent this hallway and this whole room. The walls are crawling with vines, and this room is um, it's like somebody shoveled a whole bunch of of dirt in, um, and. There's all these uh, bushes and ferns and crazy things that shouldn't be growing underground, um, but they are. And the room gives off sort of a humid, um, I was saying it's kind of a greenhouse smell and feel, um, just by how much wetter it is than the rest of the dungeon. Um, what do you guys do? Oh, lords. Oh, now our fans can't see anything. Everything's in chaos. <laughs> Darren, they can, they can still I see you. I thought we were—I thought we were sending him to an Applebee's or something to use the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> He's always fine until we start streaming, and then all uh, of a sudden, the Tennessee rule, Tennessee factor kicks in. Uh, Glenn, yes. my hunter, in between kind of my wayfinding, which keeps us from getting lost in my tracking, can I tell anything else? about this space, if there's things that have made their way through here, or if there are, is a pathway through any of this? Uh, roll a d6 and try to get a three or less. I got a three. All right. Um, you notice two things. I'm sorry, I'm checking, flipping through the module to check, make sure I'm right about that. It's supposed to be on the very... Um, it definitely does not look like anybody regularly passes through. Um... Well, we'll see when he actually logs in. We'll see which screen he's in before I um. And no, so clearly no human camera. pathway. No human pathway through this. No, it doesn't look like any... anybody goes through this. The grass is not is not. Um, like and that would include down. like any large animal tracks or anything that if there no. were. And and were as you kind or... of as you kind of peek in there, I mean you can see the room is only about this big. It's not, you know, a whole underground forest. It's a mediumish sized room, um, but looking with your uh, with your hunter's knowledge, it also looks to you like this is a this stuff isn't just growing water. It looks to you like somebody is um, tending these plants. In fact, you spot a couple places where there are like watering cans, um, like there's there's water like 
streaming down the rocks or whatever, you know, like dripping mm. and like watering cans have been put under it to catch the moisture so that they, so that someone can tend the. But no, but no pathways. So does it look kind of like it's been over, if this was sort of a greenhouse or a garden that is kind of overgrown, maybe that, that nobody has been here re real recently? Uh, you don't think so. Because it's not like the watering can is completely overgrown and you can see where, um, like, somebody's been turning the earth and, and doing mm. stuff to take care of the plants. So it's, it's surprising because you don't see any footprints, but you do see signs that somebody's maintaining the Well, that's not disturbing at all. Right? That doesn't, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't give you the creeps. Um, welcome back, Nar uh, Naroth. It's good to see you, brother. Um, what happened there? If you look, if you look up, can I get a good look at the ceiling for what's happening there? Is there just stone blocks? Um, it is. Uh, it has got a lot of moisture on it, and there's some um, like lichen and mold or whatever. Moss, moss kind of over, yeah, like growing up there. Um, so this is some sort of ceiling. greenhouse or hothouse where somebody's growing specific things. It feels like. Does feel that way, but if, if this is something that's growing, it doesn't have feet. That's not troubling at all. Um, Jason, this is—he said there's a lot of things that are growing here that are, look like they're being um, pruned or harvested, or somebody's growing like a, a garden here. But we can't find any footprints or any pathway that someone has gone through this space with. Oh, um, I volunteer that Thorgus. Yeah, I would take a chart this forward. Into the thickness. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking the same thing. Our good buddy Thorgus? Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He's the contractor. He'll, he'll know the way. That's right. Let me see where well, he is. Uh... Actually, I'm an elf. I'm supposed to be stealthy and light, right? It's true. Yeah. It's Either true. that or we could send the guy in the plate mail armor. It's up to you, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I'll, I'll slowly enter. All right. And then are we making our way just obviously to the door? There's nothing really else that we can identify to, to head towards, right, Glenn? But wait a minute. Yes. Go ahead, Jason. So there's, are we thirsty? There's no path? Mm, not really. Let's look. Is it possible to tie a rope to this guy and um, maybe <laughs> hold on to him just in case? You know? Sure. Sure, yeah. we can put... Thorgus. Uh, Thorgus oh, doesn't have his rope. It's uh, it's up in hallway number twenty seven or whatever yeah. it is. Does yeah. anybody else got one? Does anybody else have a rope to to, to tie to your elf? Mm. Well, it does not appear so. Do I yeah. still have an appendage for a nose? You do <laughs> still have an appendage for a nose. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hold on to him with your nose. An old Neros. No, 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 no. An old Neros still has itchy, anything stinky, out. itchy, stinky <laughs> skin. No, you're, you're, actually finding, you're actually finding it's harder to smell instead of easier. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just imagining your snout grabbing onto Thorgus's belt as he walks into the room. <laughs> <laughs> like an elephant? All right, give yeah, me I, a... No, uh, do you have an actual role there on your character sheet for being an elf, for being sneaky? No. Take a second look. I don't see one. I'm going to make all of you guys go... On the website and buy the player's handbook. Yes, I got one right here. Mm. Yeah, or just just uh, print out those just pages. Download it. Yeah, Not just slacker. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Now you don't have anything special about moving. I didn't think so. so I would dominate Thorcus. Okay, uh, roll a d6 for us, Matt. You're trying to get a one. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's <laughs> not very good. 
I've got the opposite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got a six. All right, so you guys see him uh, uh, start stepping in there. Immediately, your boots are kind of getting wet because there's all these ferns and all these kind of creepers on the ground. And it definitely looks like nobody has been walking around in here, right? So you're just kind of stepping over. There's some kind of crazy bugs moving around and stuff. Um, mm. And uh, you kind of look around, and it's just it's quiet, you know, except for the dripping of water and stuff. And you're about to, to turn back to your companions and be like, looks good, guys. <laughs> when they see a shadowy form kind of mm. spring up behind you, and um, its shadowy tendrils reach out for you. Mm. I got hey, guys, six. it's okay. Come on. <laughs> right, exactly. I got a six on the die. So that is, um, well, that's a six. I assume that doesn't hit your armor class. Uh, uh, no. So this this shadowy gardener just kind of rises up out of the out of the grass, right? As like a humanoid outline, and his his hands kind of go like this, and then his fingers like double in length and look like shadowy knives. And he swipes at you, and at the last second, you kind of jump out of the way. And we're rolling for initiative. Uh, Matt, you get to roll since you're the closest to the enemy. The number to beat is a two. Two is the number to beat. Initiative. <laughs> Initiative, it's a 20-sider? Nope, a D6. What is it? Six. D6. D6, sorry. You're trying to beat a two. Well, I, could, I was going to say, I could... Four. All right. Good. So, is anybody moving this round? Thorgus is going to move forward. Hey, Thorgus. To attack. James, you want to try and... You want to try and turn this guy? That's possible. Um, yeah. Um, can I turn him from a distance? You sure <laughs> can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, you absolutely. Without laying on hands, yeah, that's the. Okay. It'd be a sucky uh, power if you had to touch the undead thing to turn it. Yeah, this is right. So, yeah. So, what do you want? Do you want to move up to the kind of the doorway here? Yeah, put me up to the doorway without me actually stepping in. Can I? Can I see him? Can I oh, see yeah. the creature from where I am? Oh, is there's one better? caveat. Yep. There's a caveat about turning a creature, right? That is, it's going to. It's got to get away. He's got an egret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll your roll your intelligence or less on a d20. Not going to happen. Let's see. Um, intelligence? No. I didn't. I, okay. I rolled above my intelligence. Yeah. Okay. We need yeah. to bring someone intelligent with us on the next it, adventure. It, it, <laughs> oh, do I get a chance? Do I get an attack yet? Or is that? So it's we move. Yet. It's move. Ranged attacks. Melee. Spells. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm asking if anybody else is moving. Um, I'm gonna so, try. And, I'm gonna try to shoot it from here with my bow. Okay, so Sir Dieter is gonna move up also to attack. Uh, all right. So ranged attacks, uh, Mr. Karras. Sixteen. Sixteen hits. And six. Oh, wow. But instead, <laughs> but instead, mm. your arrow seems to harmlessly pass through its shadowy form, barely sure. disturbing its smoky outline. Max damage, mm. and it doesn't hit. That's, that's just lovely. Mm. <laughs> well, it hits. It's almost as if it's somehow immune. Yeah, to mm. non-magical weapons, yeah. At which you point, better turn this bastard fast. At which point, Thorgus says, I don't know how he's been doing Thorgus's voice, but Thorgus says, Oh, wait, <laughs> I have that dagger made out of crystal. It might be the only magic weapon we have. And so he goes to pull his dagger out. Um, melee attacks. Mm-hmm. Does that count where Jason could try to turn him? Is that a... 
No, that would be with spellcasting. Okay. So I did try to turn him. Is that not yet? That's at the oh, end okay. of the. That's at the end of the turn sequence. Yeah. Um, and Thorgus and Thorgus attacking. He can because roll a d twenty for him. Seventeen. Oh yeah. Just for your reference, Thorgus is at plus one because he has good strength. Um. So a dagger is a d four. Roll that. Three. All right. That actually hurts it. It it recoils in pain. Success. Yay. Yay. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm taking notes. Yes, success, exactly. <laughs> or what's his name, Borat? Great success. <laughs> uh, I stabbed with dagger. Great success. All right. Uh, Matt, what are you going to do? Well, he's a he's a sh- creature of shadow, so maybe if I hit him with a light spell. <laughs> Ooh. If I have... Do I have that ability right now? Because no, the last time I used it was against the troll. Yeah, you need to you need to uh, you need to sleep and study your spell book. You can't cast it again. It's been two weeks. I've slept every <laughs> night for two weeks. <laughs> Darren nearly spit on his on his camera right there. That's good stuff. Uh, well, no. there's not much I can do since I don't have a magic weapon other than run. <laughs> like get get back the hell up. Yeah, that'd be that'd be not the worst thought. Uh, it's a little late for that. You would have had to do that during the movement phase. Um, True. Okay, uh, Jason, this could come down to you, Sir, Sir right. Dieter. Sir Dieter, not to be deter- deterred, uh, takes a swing at it. Let's see, that way better for you. Um, yeah, but it manages to dodge his his flailing sword. Jason, do you? Ha- I can okay. do a gimli and just try to blow it apart like he did in the. In the- <laughs> <laughs> he um. JP actually just did that in our Dungeons of Drakenheim campaign. He tried to blow away the mists of Ravenloft, and a bunch of creatures came out. Uh, Jason, have you printed out the the page about clerics from the uh, from the rule book? I, I think I, I did. Um, it's been a minute since I looked at, at it. Um, now would be a good time. And I would. I did mention. I did want to say this is that um, yes, sir. It's occurred to me that my cleric has not been doing. Any praying on this adventure? Mm. Um, yeah, with him, the rest of us sure have. <laughs> and this is an issue, right? Because all of his power is derived, right, from from the the unity that he has with his deity, right? Right. And such as it is, such such power as he has, yeah. Such power as he has, yeah. Uh, but he hasn't really done any praying. Well, um, are, do you want to pray this round, or do you want to turn undead this round? We're going to try to um, uh, turn the undead at the moment. That seems to be more pressing. <laughs> Thank you. I was wondering what you were going for there yeah, for a yeah. second, Jason. Clerics can, invoke the, clerics can invoke the power of their deity to repel undead monsters encountered. To turn the undead, the player rolls 2d6. The referee then consults oh. the table opposite, comparing the roll against the hit die of the type of undead monster targeted. Roll 2d6. Yeah, that's what mine said. I got a 6 and a 5. Mmm. Kick ass. Is that good? That's 11, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we consult the table. If this thing has 11 hit die, we're screwed in so many ways. Now, here's what I don't understand. Okay, the referee consults the table opposite, comparing the roll against the hit die of the type. Okay, so you're a first-level cleric. He is a second. He is a two-hit die monster. Oh, wait, he's a, he's a two-star. So if you can see the chart there, 11 is the number. You see where Ooh. I'm at? On page twenty-three of the of the rule book, eleven is the number. So, uh, 
Your turning attempt has succeeded. The player rolls 2d6 again to determine the number of hit die affected, turned or destroyed. So roll 2d6 again. Baby. <laughs> Choke. Uh, and can I, uh, snake eyes. That's okay. That's okay, because he only has two hit dice. Oh. So uh, you affect two hit dice worth of creatures, um, and he uh, immediately discorporates. He just Ooh. disappears like uh, like a, a shadow when you turn the lights on. That's what that intelligence check was for, to see if you would uh, realize he doesn't need to be able to get away. He can just go back into the plane of shadow to get away from your your holiness. Oh. So, oh, so it works. Score, Jason. Very nice. Yay. So Neroth so leaps forward, realizing that uh, that uh, Thorgus can't carry the party any longer, leaps forward, holds out his even star holy symbol, shouts <laughs> back, foul creature of error and darkness. And it just kind of gives a shriek of fear and <laughs> vanishes. You guys are nice. so freaking lucky. <laughs> Matt, this thing would have drained, this thing would have drained yeah. your strength if it had hit you. Okay? Oh, wow. so, so if you hadn't won initiative um, or if it had hit you I might have been in trouble. during the surprise <laughs> round, but once again, you guys are counting on dumb luck. All right. A fat 11. I mean, how fat is that? Right? It's, it's nice work. You're, you're very lucky you didn't roll them the opposite order, right? If you'd rolled the two right, right, and then right. the 11, you would have been screwed. All right. All right. Over to the door. Let's go. Now, I have um, I have gone on to the Old School Essentials website, and I have downloaded the Dungeon Time Tracker Sheet. You guys are now three hours and 20 minutes into your exploration of the hole in the oak. You are on your fourth torch. Feels like a lot longer, doesn't it, guys? <laughs> yes, it does. Is there any experience points for, for turning him? There certainly are. He is worth 35 experience points uh, divided by the three of you because screw JP. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, can we just say 12? Uh, you Probably. can just say 11. Oh. <laughs> oh. Or we could say Wow. 12. I mean, Wow. <laughs> He gods with a cheap referee. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Ah, good work again, Neroth. You're coming in clutch when we really need you, lad. Who do a cleric would be useful in a tomb of undead creatures? Oh, my word. Zooms. Zooms, I said. Well, yeah, um, want, to go, want to go listen over at the door? <laughs> <laughs> I do so well at that. <laughs> Um, yeah, sure. I mean, while we're here, we might want to search this room uh, real quick. Everybody wants to take a turn to search the room. Sure. How about you do it first? Okay. <laughs> okay, if we can't trust her near, oh, we're really in trouble. I didn't get a one or a two, so I don't find anything. Just a bunch of dirt. Eros got a six. I got a six. I got a one. Darren! Um, Karis, what'd, what'd you find over there, friend? Uh, you find an engraved... Wait, it's a giant stack of experience points. No, but it is an engraved silver box worth 50 gold pieces um, that contains... Uh, um, you open it up, and it has... So, so the, that's just the case, right? Um, the box is worth 50 gold. 
inside you open it up there's a there's a there's like a white powder and uh, when you open up the, the the box the lid is like a little mirror and there's a razor blade and a little silver straw in there <laughs> Matt, I think right. this is yours <laughs> 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 well, so, so this was an intentionally cultivated area, you're saying. <laughs> Need to take a closer look, look at like some of these. plants? <laughs> Need to take a closer look at some of these ferns, I think. <laughs> that's no fern. Okay. <laughs> um, that's all you find? You need, need to have a campfire, right, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so now you guys are going to go through the door? Uh, yeah. Sure. I'll go first. <laughs> I do so well when I go first. <laughs> They're like the guy who ducks death. Be like, I'll do it again. Click. Click. Sooner, sooner or later, I'll get a good roll. <laughs> hey, three out of six isn't bad so far. <laughs> I'm running out of chambers. Oh, yeah. Maybe you should... Uh... Maybe you should listen at the door first, Matt. Okay, we can do that. Well, I, I can put my ear against it whether I hear a thing. Yeah, yeah. A four, nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're sure it's quiet as the tomb beyond this door. You open it up? Sure, slowly. Because <laughs> that's how traps work. As soon as you, yeah. are, uh, as soon as you open the door, your uh, senses are assaulted by a sound that... You're now surprised you couldn't hear through the door because there's the sound of a rushing river. A river. Yeah. Of course. If you're following all over the map, it, it really should be the river. It should be. Um, and do we see the bridge? Yes. So right here, uh, it becomes... A, it beco- oh. Uh-oh. Have <laughs> <laughs> you bought him like an Applebee's gift card? Do you think he would go there for, uh, for the session? I mean, the public library, anything. You know, um, but you can't talk there. <laughs> well, I'm sure there have been stranger people uh, chitting and chatting, you know, at the library talking talking into their computer than than this. Oh, I'm so, sure. Do we do we see the grappling hook on the? Uh, you do. Of the, uh... You do. You do see the grappling <laughs> hook. You see a bridge. It's covered in mist. Uh, there's some 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 water dripping down um, in here as well. And uh, yeah, on the other side, it uh, it goes into a room, and in between, it kind of arches over this flat, fast-flowing underground river. And yeah, much to your oh, you fools, much to your surprise, you you see a little grappling hook tied right here. Thorgus <laughs> grumpily goes over, grabs the grappling hook, reels it in, grumbling to himself the whole time. Um, who goes across the bridge first? I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong camera. Uh, sturdiness of this bridge. Uh, it's stone. Descri- it's stone. Okay, so we can. We don't have to worry about weight and guys with plate mail armor. We should be able to good to go. Yes, it's. It definitely seems like it. Let's I'll uh, lead let, the way. Well, let's act like there's stuff on the other side, Matt. That uh, that might yeah. be waiting to ambush us. Maybe put the armor so guys I'm, in front I'm have and my... be able to shoot. Yeah. If you want to go first? You can go first. All right, I'll go first. All right. How about this, Mister? That looks good. Mister Connectivity problems uh, at the back. Um, so you guys cross over. You are not, in fact, ambushed. Woohoo! You guys see the scene. My in, luck's uh, changing already. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> What's the name of the actor who played Star Lord? Mm. Chris Pratt. Chris Pine or Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. 
Yeah, yeah. See the scene where he's in Parks and Rec, and um, Leslie Nope is is sick. <laughs> And he says, hey, hey Leslie, I, I put your symptoms into the computer. It says you may have network connectivity errors. Like he improvised that line. Pretty good stuff. I saw that the other day. Yeah. Okay. The um, Hall of Queens, Area 31. Stone blocks, wall ceiling, 10-foot ceiling, blocks all the way around. So this room is lined all the way around. I don't have enough minis to represent... <laughs> The eight, nine, ten, the eleven statues in this room. They're um, they're carved in the same style as the statues in the statues of kings, and these are all statues of queens. Okay, so mm. these are the wives and brides of all the kings from the other hall. Um, and Matt, as I remember, there was no particular traps or things around those statues themselves. No, there wasn't. No, there no matter a, how much we looked. There's a layer of slimy algae that kind of coats everything kind of from about three feet down in here, just from the river, you suppose. Um, but that's all you see in the room at first. We suppose, or with some hunter inspection, does that look like kind of normal algae and growth or not anything sort of weird keep, and living about it? I keep wanting to set my module down right here. <laughs> it's probably not the best place to set my, my notes down. Um, roll your, uh, roll your, uh, hunter knowledge thing. What is that? A two and six? Trying to see which one it would be. I think it's awareness or hunting. Yeah. Five and six, I got a four. Five and six? That's pretty good. Um, what, what does it say? On, like, read the uh, section on party hunting. Party that includes a hunter as a five and six chance of encountering prey when hunting. Yeah, maybe it's not quite the right one. Yeah, that's... Sounds like you're trying to pull uh, the wool no, over my eyes. There's an awareness with the surprising piece there. There's a tracking. Uh, subtle signs of left by a creature's passage through a natural environment, able to identify and follow tracks. What are your chances on chances, that? Chances of success depend on the conditions and the character's level, as shown to the right. Uh, <laughs> first level, 50%. Okay, so you rolled a five. It's hard to tell. It looks pretty natural to you, the algae and so forth. What do you think, Matt? Should we go take a look inside? Other are there, can we see any doorways or anything that while we're from where we're at? You cannot. In fact, the the statues of the queens are like shoulder to shoulder all the way around. Um, they're like packed in there pretty tight. And as we look at the doorway we're standing in, there's not like a, um, a, a space where a door could come down or there's something that you could shut this room off? Not that you see. You want to roll a one on a d6? What about, uh, doesn't Thorgus, doesn't he have some dwarven stone mojo he thing there? one. Uh, there definitely aren't any room traps in here, I can tell you that. All right, then. Let's, uh, let's go, go ahead and take a look, see what we can find, Matt. Yeah, as a former firefighter, I always started to the right. <laughs> and worked my way around the room searching. <laughs> hey, hey, Matt, uh, roll a d6 yeah. for me, no particular reason. A <laughs> uh, one. A one? All right, you guys filter into the room. Watch, I needed a six that time. <laughs> the gods there fickle. You guys filter into the room and start looking around. Uh, but Veritan, you're um, you're you're being reared among the elves, of course. Naturally, gives you a preternatural ability to detect secret doors, because elves just have secret doors all over in their little elf towns or whatever. 
It's never been explained to me why elves get a, a free check in old school D&D for secret doors. Like Gary was just like, because they're, they have so many secret doors in their culture. Anyway, you detect a secret door behind statue number six, Barbara Bush. Um, <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't you do it. <laughs> You'll be good. This is a, a kid's podcast. You, uh, you see, um, you see a stone, uh, set into sort of the base of her plinth and you're like, plinth. yes. <laughs> so, so say in character, say in character, uh, you know, behold friends, secret door. I, or, you know, how would, uh, how would Veritan announce his discovery? Hey y'all look at this. <laughs> he's a, he's a Southern elf. <laughs> oh. oh, so you think you're funny. Is what that joke might play better without a bunch of guys from Tennessee on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I found it hysterical. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hey, can you possibly hear me right now? Can you we guys do hear, hear you. I can hear you. Okay, so I'm, I'm coming in a different way until this boots up, all right? I can see the game. Okay. Right? I'm, you're just not going to have a picture of me, but I can see the game now. Okay, well, you guys got made it across the bridge, and you got into this room, which is full of statues of the queens that go with the kings from that other room. And Veritan, the elf, has found a um, secret door in Barbara Bush's, uh, behind Barbara Bush's statue. So, Matt, do you press the, do you press the stone? That's sure. Bush just played. <laughs> you give it a little, you give it a little push. Just a little push. <laughs> this is exactly what it was like gaming with you guys when you were 13. It just, really, a tip, Matt. Just, just a tip, Matt. Just a tip. No change. No change at all. It's amazing. Okay. Um, and you hear a click, um, and the the statue, like, kind of, it looks like it settles a little bit or moves a little bit, but it doesn't, like, slide out of the way or anything. You just hear a click, and the statue kind of, like that. What do you do? So we need to, so do we need to pull it out? I assume to get behind it rather than push it for into the, we don't want to push it through the door. Does he need to thrust all the way, way. Or, or pull out is what he's asking. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> no, Darren, don't, 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 don't applaud yourself. Um, uh, Neroth, uh, I'm sorry. Thorgus is like, I think you're right. I think we have to try to, to, to pull it out of there. Um, now that I've got my rope back, let me let me bring my rope around the back of it and see if we can all kind of tug on it. So he gets the rope around, and you get two guys on one side and two guys on the other, and you kind of pull, and you manage to slide the statue forward and reveal... I'm just going to power through. You slide the statue forward, and you reveal... This opening, uh, <laughs> you reveal this slit in the wall. This kind of opening. Um, it looks like a tight fit. <laughs> Why me, Lord? Why me? It's by the river. It might be damp. Okay, just <clears throat> stop. Um, I'm not gonna. I should have. I should have done this before the game started. Yeah. Damn it! I did it again. I set the module down under that camera. Oh, 
Tune up there for a second, Matt. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm better now. I just want the record to show that I do have um, a completely painted sarcophagus in my D&D stuff downstairs, but I'm not going to stop the game to go get it. <laughs> You're going to have to use your imagination. We have been. To picture this being a sarcophagus. It is disturbing that he just cued us into using our imagination. <laughs> That's stone, the whole point of the game, isn't it? Stone walls, 10-foot ceiling, stone floor. Oh. The air is stale. Is stale. It has the subtle smell of death. Um, Makes sense. <laughs> really? From the sarcophagus? There's, um, <laughs> there's a thick layer of dust all over everything. And uh, you notice uh, around the room are these rusty candlesticks. Right, uh, in the form of serpents, and the and the candles have like completely burnt down, and it's just all this wax, you know, pooled all over them. Um, and uh, inside, you see a sarcophagus, and uh, Sir Dieter is like, "This must be it, lads. This must be the tomb of Jorg, of the um, Order of whatever, he <laughs> the White League." This must be the tomb of Jorg of the White League. I think we found it, lads. Excellent. By chance, Excellent work, Ferret. Go ahead, Jason. By, by chance, is, is is my skull in my backpack doing any chattering in, in um, terms of coming within proximity of a uh, of a tomb? Um, like, hey, that's my body do, over there. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. <laughs> um, do you pull him out? Because Do I pull him out? A lot, yeah. of time, a lot of times, uh, he's in your backpack, like like C-3PO in, in the end of, uh, of Empire. It's like, Empire turn around, Empire. I can't see what's happening. I might be able to tell you something if I wasn't in a dark... So you pull That's him out? Fair. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Listen, those candlesticks are decorated in the, in the icons of the serpent... Society, I was telling you. Hmm. But no, you, you still need to go down to reach the lost serpent city is in turd. <laughs> I said turd. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, Nero's like, okie doke. And <laughs> shoves him back in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so... Can we see any doorways or anything from where we're at? There are no doors in this room. So I bet there's stairs underneath the the sarcophagus. (laughs) Or the esophagus. (laughs) The esophagus, yeah. I I think this is the room where Jorgis is buried. This could be the the end of our quest. You know, we don't have to... Do you think the sword might be in the sarcophagus? Well, let's hope so. I mean, this is... This is a tomb where we were told by that other spirit of the White League to go north of the river, and here we are. Let's get in there and check it out. This could be the end of our quest, lad. Okay, if it's an undead thing like we've been running into, we've got only the crystal dagger and the undead turning power if it's immune to non-magical weapons, right? Yes, well, here's the thing. Um, You probably didn't notice, but I sent you a... You probably didn't notice, but I sent you a document about this campaign where um, silver weapons, like in The Witcher, are good against a lot of the undead you're going to find. In- so, 
Did you send that at a point where that was useful, like when we were in town, or when we were I, already? I sent that like way back when we were planning this this whole thing. Um, Noted. And yes, in town, there's a blacksmith that can that can make silvered weapons for you. Um, also, um, like pure iron weapons can be good against fairies. Like normally, you would make a weapon out of steel, obviously, but uh, he can also make pure iron weapons, which can be good. Do extra damage against fairies and elves. Um, I look at by Matt's your picture. knowledge. Do we have any iron or uh, silver weapons with us? Um, listen, my um, my sword is a is a silvered sword, so I could I could do some damage against the und. I just missed against the shadow. So if we put uh, Sir Deer and JP up front with their magical weapons. Jason had read you ready to turn it, and then Matt and I could, if it's affected by non-magical weapons, we could take a shot at it. That's probably our or best. Or I could light spell. I could light spell it too. Yeah, you had no I don't sleep. Know if that works. Oh, that's right. Damn it! Still haven't slept. Can we take a quick nap? <laughs> <laughs> Before we open the sarcophagus. Well, we don't have enough torches to last us for a whole. Unless you want to sleep no. in pitch dark. Listen, um. That'd be a first for a while. I uh, really ask the gnomes for some torches. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to go back and hang out with the gnomes some more? That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, Thorgus says, uh, listen, guys, um, that whiskey has really uh, got me, got my head spinning. I don't think I'm the best one to use this dagger. Uh, I feel like I should generously give it to somebody else who can actually. I'll take it. What the heck? All right. It is a plus one dagger. So you get plus one to your okay. attacks and plus one to damage. So you would, do you have a dexterity bonus? Uh, dexterity, plus one, yes. Okay, so you would be plus two to attacks and plus one on damage. It only does a d4 of damage, but you get right. plus one because it's a magic dagger. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so Thorgus hands you the, hands you the dagger and kind of, you know, Trying to do a roadside sobriety test on himself to see if he's like, <laughs> he's like, um, and um, Sir Dieter is like walking in there. The dust is kind of getting getting kicked up around his feet. Does anybody else go in with him? I'll yeah. go with him. We should all go. Jason, are you still with us? Um, yeah, I'm just watching. So, are you going to go yeah, in? I sure. Okay. I'll, I'll hang out at the back of the group though. Okay. Like, that seems weird, because it's looking... <laughs> so, Jason is the guy with the big mallet, and I'm next to him? That seems right. What are you saying? The miniatures. That, that... This is Jason. He's the cleric. Okay. And then next this to him Thorgus. is... This is Thorgus. This okay. is Thorgus, the dwarf. This is Which you. Which one am I? This is okay. you. This I is... just want to be in a position to be able to shoot my bow, so... Okay, yeah. This is Matt. Uh... And then this is Sir Dieter. There is a fanged serpent face carved on the top of the um, sarcophagus, on the lid. And there is a, um, an inscription around the, um, around the rim. What languages do you guys have written down on your character sheets? Mordorish. <laughs> Temple of Doom. Again, I sent you guys a list of all the languages for this campaign. What what language do I need to know? <laughs> <laughs> well played. Mm. 
I feel like it works the other way around. Maybe the skull. <laughs> hey, hey, Jason. Maybe the skull can read it. Yeah, maybe. You pull yeah, the skull back me. out. Sure. Oh, so I'm valuable, am I? <laughs> yeah. So, so sorry. So sorry. Nareth apologies. You know, duly. <laughs> Your fleshlessness, right? <laughs> what do you need? Well. It, it appears we're at a loss. We we we, um, we can't seem to understand what this language is. Uh, your inferior education system is paying its dividends. It says in Draconic, Jorg the Defiler. In life, he defiled Kezek. In death, he serves. It's, uh, it's not disturbing at all. Yeah, this is Sir Dieter's face. I don't Thorg? like the yeah. sound of that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Thorg the Defiler. Zorg, uh, Jorg, J-O-R-G. <laughs> I knew his name was Jorg, but I've never heard him called Jorg the Defiler before. Hardly sounds like mm. a proper name for a paladin. I'm just reading what it says. Don't blame me. Okay. All right, well... Uh... Does it look yeah. like this thing is just kind of have a lid set on it, or does it look like uh, in some of the movies where it's been locked or that's sealed? Are you uh, going to go up and push on it to find out? Roll your strength or less. Pushing. Yeah, you could push it real good. Hmm. Well, is there room to slide it off rather than trying to lift completely? Can we just slide it off the back? Uh, that depends on whether or not it has kind of a lip in there. Give me your strength or less on it. Can I help him? No. <laughs> uh, you go up and you start pushing on it, but you can't really tell if it's just too heavy for you or if there's some kind of lip on there. It feels like mm -hmm. there might be. But I'm so an elf. I'm light. <laughs> so we're going to have to pick it up, right? Um, Thorgus decides that he's going to go over there and see if he can use his dwarvish know-how. It doesn't get better if I help Thorgus? Um, might be a good idea. He uh, a Good time to get a two. Is that what you got? All I right, did. then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys get listen can i interject that before we move that lid can we just Absolutely. move it like partly move it instead <laughs> of like throw the whole damn thing off the side you know all right so so you guys get over there you get in position and you're getting ready to lift it up and uh suddenly you hear a voice so sliding it makes sense so you realize you're definitely gonna have to lift and slide this but then uh Neroth, uh steps forward Hey, hold on a second, guys. So it's kind of all or nothing with this thing. You're going to either have to, to slide it off or, um, you know, completely move it off or you're going to have to. Okay. So, so, so Neroth is going to ready himself with a, um, a flask of oil um, and he's going to light a torch if he doesn't have one lit already. All right. We can just hold, you can hold Dieter's torch. Yeah, so the, the plan here being is that um, he's going to throw that flask in there, break it inside, and toss the torch in should anything happen. All right, well, um, Sir Dieter's like, uh, you know, we came here to get this sword. I don't want to see it. The sword won't burn. Well, it might be damaged. I mean, there's no reason to, you know, overreact if there's nothing going on. Okay, so I'm going to have me. my dagger at the ready. So it's me and JP lifting the lid, and then you with the dagger, you with the getting ready to turn him and the oil, and then Dieter with his sword. Right, right. Well. It's a good plan. Okay. Good plan. So uh, go ahead and give me those strength rolls to lift it up. Uh, Thorgus made his, no problem. 13. That, that works. All right. So 
no problem. You guys lift up this lid and uh, move it over to the side, and you see what's inside. Inside the body uh, is the body of this uh, undead warrior. He's got this uh, skull is kind of caved in on one side, and his um, his sword is there. A blue sword is there on his uh, chest, and he's got this necklace, a gold necklace with all these jewels. Pale blue sounds like a good thing. Yeah, the pale blue is the could be the azure uh, sword mm-hmm. you're looking for. Uh, he's got all these gems, and uh, as you move the the lid off, Sir Dieter sees the sword. He's like, "Oh, this is this is the completion of our quest." And just then, these lights appear in the eyes of the uh, undead body, and uh, he's gonna stand up and grips the sword more tightly. Mm-hmm. So. You guys have a surprise round. Neroth, are you going to throw the oil in there? Ah, Neroth has disappeared. So we're going to say that he uh, throws the oil in there. Um, And then... Well, um, well, I guess Neroth is going to... um, Is going to pitch the oil first. I'm (laughs) going to... Am I at a safe distance? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this isn't going to be sort of a... Right, that's, that feels a little close, yeah. No, it's not going to be like a Michael Bay situation where the flames leap up and, you know, go up to the ceiling. It's one flask of... I think you're... Right now. Okay, okay. all right. Relatively okay, so safe. so we're still be covered in oil, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so I'll try... Yeah, I'm going to take a go shot Go ahead and roll that attack. Oh, roll a 20. Okay, <laughs> Nine... A nine does not hit. Good God. What you, what? Okay. The dagger comes down and kind of glances off of his pauldron. Yeah. Maybe damages one of the bones, but definitely doesn't uh, seem to do too much. All right. So now we got to roll for initiative in the first regular round of combat. Come on, Darren. Ooh, come on, Darren. I got a six. All right. I got a five. You guys get to go first. Uh, so nobody's moving this round, so it's going to nope. go to... Uh, who wants to make an attack? Yeah, before he throws, do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 18. 18 hits. Eight. And four. Four damage. That's with the plus one. Okay, not bad at all. Not bad at all. This time your sword, your dagger clashes down into the ribs, breaks a couple ribs off and splits his sternum. Looks like he's definitely been damaged. Um, What about... Uh, Can Dieter take a shot? Yeah, why don't you roll a d20 and uh, see how Sir Dieter oh, does. Okay. Oh, I rolled a six, so no. <laughs> that feels even worse when the DM rolls it and, and misses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Next time you need to roll before I have a chance to change my mind. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm going to attempt to throw the torch in. If I got to move forward, throw it in and jump back. No, I mean, uh, you're standing right yeah, there. You're, so then I'm going to drop the torch in this is you and here. Uh, turn away or run away, Fire. whatever I'm going to do. Fire in the hole. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the oil catches fire. Go ahead and roll a, a D6 for me there to see how much yeah, damage. Yeah, oh, it's not gasoline. No, it's yeah, it's not a Michael Bay situation <laughs> with a huge conflagration, but uh, but he yeah, is it, on not fire, gasoline. so he's going to take Do a I have D6. to actually roll to, to achieve that? No, you don't have to roll um, anything to attack. Just uh, go ahead and roll the damage. But damage, yeah. It's more like diesel fuel than gasoline. Mm, could be true. Yeah, say, say, say more chemistry things, Matt. What'd you get there, Neroth? For damage, D6. D6. Come on. It's more country hick fire safety. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, I stuck a one. Ooh, a one. I am, okay. I am taking all of your dice. 
and burning them. Yeah, you guys <laughs> definitely need some luck. I'm gonna throw dice. a big flask of oil on them. All right, so it's his turn. The he uh, he stands up in the coffin. He's all on fire and everything else, and he, he raises his sword above his head. Oh um, I'm close. And so first, I have to see who he's going to attack. Uh, I, although Matt, you're the you're that's the one. A bad that, one too, Matt. Yeah, Matt, you did know. the most damage. Oh, that's a d twenty. That's a nat a twenty. 20. Yeah, that's a nat twenty on where the gray. Yeah, that's green. Um, I think this could be. <laughs> oh, your swan song. There it is. There it is. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> let me see here. So we should start thinking which one of us is close enough to pick up the dagger. Wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that went down fast. Okay, so it's two d eight. I got a uh, yeah. So that's. 12 points of damage that you're taking. Uh, oh, yeah. No, not, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All the right. The eight did it by itself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So his sword slices down and just absolutely cleaves through your skull. He just hits you right in the side of the head, breaks through your skull, and your lights go out, and you hit the ground instantly let's open the sarcophagus they said (laughs) yeah yeah okay so now we're rolling for initiative in the next round oh great you guys you guys definitely want to win uh matt you can control sir Dieter. you'll roll for sir Dieter uh from here on out so let's roll initiative all right somebody i got a one roll for that i got a three all right okay so you guys win initiative could be without sounding terribly insensitive am i close enough to get the dagger uh yeah yeah you're right there adjacent to him and attack uh yeah absolutely you can scoop the dagger up and I guess and, and stab with it uh you're right here adjacent to him so go and for then it. I guess that's what I want to do yeah it's a plus one dagger and then you get to add your strength bonus uh <laughs> well you just cut my friend in half yes it makes a person <laughs> makes a person pause just a moment I got a fifteen I got a fifteen uh fifteen hits. I'm sorry. It was a one to uh, four sider. Yeah, roll a d4 plus one plus your strength bonus. Or I got a three plus one is four plus my strength bonus is two. That's so six. Six. Good lord, man! That is a lot of damage, <laughs> as we say. That six is a lot. That's okay. All right. Um, and then I guess Sir Dieter is going to attack. All right, Matt. Cleave him in half. Yeah, so Matt, you're rolling for Sir Dieter. Give me a d20 roll. See what you get. 11. <laughs> uh, plus two. Yeah. Mm, that's with see. the plus two. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's not going to make it. I so swear to God, I'm driving to Crawfordsville. You guys still <laughs> Yeah, so his his silver sword <laughs> snickers out, but does not actually damage the, um, the undead fiend. Yeah, are you guys there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Naroth, uh, okay. go ahead and roll a d4 oh, for the Good. remaining um, fire damage. So listen, um, does it, is the thing still alive? Oh, yeah, it's very much, uh, it's hanging on, but it's it's still in the fight. Let's put it that way. Nearly been banished. How many other how many other turns do we have, or how many other attacks do we have as a party? Uh, you're it. <laughs> no pressure. I'm sorry, are you there? Yes, yes, you are it. You are the last hope of the party before I get to make another attack. So I need to roll it. I need you to get roll it, Matt. Roll Come a d4 to see how much fire damage it takes. And, and do I have any pluses? <laughs> no, said? I'm afraid not. It's just fire damage. Oh, fire damage! If you freaking okay. roll the one, Three. I swear. 
I got a three. A three. A three. A three. Okay. Well, here's here's the deal. Um, <laughs> Is it that oh, kills big him? Big deal. Yeah, he takes. He had two hit points. He's supposed to take half damage from fire, but just this once, I'm going to round up. And uh, the fire is enough to finally finish him off. He crumbles. Now, listen, I have a scroll, Spare the Dying. Uh-huh, you do? Do you remember what it does? Yeah, it spares the dying. Spares the dying. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. bring him yeah. back into one piece, though, does it? Well, it, it, it stabilizes him, and then I have healing. I have a potion of healing. I got two of those. Right. So, okay, so you, uh, you take off your backpack, and you throw it down on the ground mm-hmm. and you start pulling everything out of your backpack, looking for this uh, scroll of spare the dying, You pull it out of the bottom of your um, yes, backpack. What do you do? Well, um, whatever the scroll tells me to do, um, <laughs> if, it, if it tells me, to, okay, so you, you, you go over it. If, you if that's what I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. You start reading the scroll over him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you, so I run right you, over there. Yeah. Kneel down the Veritan. Um, We'll uh, cast a spell on him, and that should stabilize him, right? Yes, yes, it does. So now stabilizes uh, death. Yes, you are. You are I've no got longer two dying. poultices with me. Is that going to help if we put those on there? Is that going to give him back hit points? Well, it definitely it, would. Yes. Oh, would it? Or do I just pull pull his nose back and pour a potion of healing down there? Because I, I stole two um, from the from the the creatures that had been caged in the ogre room. Yeah. Uh, you could do that too. Sir Dieter points out, um, you know, maybe we should shave the healing potions for situations where uh, quick healing is uh, of absolute necessity, maybe in combat. Maybe we can Yay. use the poultices now uh, to see if we can get him back on his feet. Okay. Well, how much uh, healing do the poultices do? I, I don't have that. 1d4 Ooh. each. You want to roll or me roll? Uh, Matt, you want to roll or you want him to roll? Oh, no, because I do shitty no, rolling. I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, Matt. Uh, Darren, I don't think anyone's like in favor you. of that, right, Matt? Uh-huh. <laughs> I got two threes. All right, six hit points. Hey, back to full strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's convenient. Yeah. All right, so. All right, uh, see? Matt, you you come back from death's very door. Your your eyes flutter open. Uh, you take that deep intake of breath, and um, you guys have uh, have reached the conclusion of the quest. Sir Dieter leans down and uh, and grabs the azure serpent blade, this uh, blue tinted uh, long sword, and kind of you know looks it over. He's amazed. You know the 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 completion of all these years of of questing, you know, this great last hurrah that he was hoping for. He kind of holds the sword up over his head and he's like, we have succeeded, lads. And then there's this kind of awkward moment where, you know, nobody does anything. He's just standing there with a sword over his head and then puts his sword away. And uh, actually, uh, Matt, he's going to give Veritan his silver sword. Uh, now you can you can use that to fight with uh, because now he's got the Azure Serpent. Not, not as much as we'd like the Azure Blade. <laughs> ah, well, you know. Sure, absolutely. I hired you lads. I hired you lads to bring me in here, you know, and get me this thing. It's not my fault I survived <laughs> this long. Yeah. All right, then. All right. So, ah, look right. who's back. Okay. All right. So, you guys right. have defeated the, the big bad. Uh, the silver sword. Let me just. Fill me, fill me in again. Is it, It's still a 1d6, right? 
Yes, it's just like an ordinary longsword, except it works against like undead that can't be hurt by normal weapons. And also, if you roll a natural one, okay. uh, it can become damaged. What are, what are the chances right. that Matt would roll bad? 90%. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the sword's just going to be just fine. I'm sure there won't be. And uh, join us back next time for 11-Foot Pole. Yeah.